25 questions to ask yourself before the end of 2013. Written December 31st, 2013. I saw the link to an article written by Ashley Wilhite. I know how to say that. Oh my God, I can't read. I saw the link to an article written by Ashley Wilhite on a friend of mine's Facebook page. I thought it was interesting and decided to give it a read. Always one for self-reflection, I thought it would be good to give myself a decent look in the mirror and some decent analysis. I think everyone should copy and paste this list, look and see where they are, and stand as well. Thanks, Aaron, for the inspiration. One, what am I most proud of this year? Sydney turning two. What I've turned this blog into? Readership in over 90 countries, an article in a major publication, being in a documentary, a scholarship, and getting paid to write. How can I become a better father? Making more time for myself. It'll make me more patient. Three, where am I feeling stuck? Career-wise, tired of hustling. I need that steady paycheck every two weeks to really make some things happen. Four, where do I need to allow myself grace? Everywhere. I'm incredibly hard on myself. Five, am I passionate about my career? Yes. I'm kind of in a transition here. Five, am I passionate about my career? Yes. I'm kind of in a transition here, but writing has been something that has always been a part of who I am since I was seven. Being a father and music are in my heart, so yes. I'm excited about where things will be going within the next year. Six, what lessons have I learned? The most important lesson I've learned is to not fear being hurt. People feel failure because it hurts. I believed this for a while, but I made it a lifestyle in 2013. It's not about the money you spend doing things for others. It's about the time taken and thoughts that went into what you do for them. Seven, what did my finances look like? Broke for I broke, but yet, I find a way to keep my bills paid and do the things that I want to do. Eight, how do I spend my free time? What's free time? I'll spend a little time in my studio working on music, pretending I'm putting a project together. When I get a chance and have a night off, I like to spend it with a certain friend of mine. <coughs> Nine, how well did I take care of my body, mind, and soul? I've lost about 25 pounds in 2013. Mind and soul have been in quite a bit of turmoil, but I've kept peace knowing that this season is about unrest and preparation for what's next. 10. Have I been open-minded? Very. 11. When did I feel most creatively inspired? Depends. When it comes to writing, in the morning. Musically, in a group setting and at night. I do my best writing in all capacities whenever things are either going great or when things are up in the air and I need to write them out. 12. What projects have I completed? None. Started an album that sounds decent, but I get to it whenever I have inspiration. I've spent most of the year preparing and setting up projects for 2014. 13. How have I procrastinated? One of my biggest demons. I thrive in organized confusion. I'd be much more efficient if I did a better job managing my time. Structure in general would be good.
14. In what ways can I restructure my time? Coming up with a schedule and sticking to it. I make time for everything and anyone I want to, so for the most part, I get everything I want done. 15. How have I allowed fear of failure to hold me back? Not being open and telling people what I really want them to know, how I really feel, or what I need from them. 16. Where is self-doubt taking over? It takes me a long time to ask for help. As a cynical person, I just assume people will say no and try to do everything myself. In my personal life, there was a time where I felt like I didn't measure up to someone I was dating based on the kinds of people they dated before me. Then I said, fuck them and fuck that. I'm great. Moments of self-doubt usually led to me being reminded that I'm awesome and an abundance of confidence. Sometimes it's needed. 17. When have I felt the most alive? My birthday, November 22nd. Telling someone I love them. That works every time I do it. It's not as big of a deal as people make it out to be. 18. How have I taught others to respect me? I'm not in the business of teaching others to respect me. I carry myself in a manner that deserves respect. If someone doesn't want to comply, then it'll change quickly. 19. How can I improve my relationships? Being more honest. I bite my tongue a lot. I usually don't say how I feel. I hold it all inside to avoid conflict, and it seeps out in other ways. Communication is not my strong point. 20. Have I been unfair to anyone? Yes. I'm unfair to one friend quite a bit. Being cynical and based on our dynamic, I think they're quick to serve me bullshit. And I'm very unfair to them. But it's because I think the world of them. 21. Who do I need to forgive? Not sure. I'm pretty good about being forgiving and forgetting. 22. Where is it time to let go? Good question. Most of the people that are in my circle are good people. I did a good job of letting go in 2011 and 2012. 2013? was quite lean. 23. What old habits would you like to release? A lot. I will not talk about one on here. How I deal with stress needs to be overhauled in 2014. 24. What new habits would I like to cultivate? Working out on a consistent basis, being proficient in Spanish again, Sydney potty training and reading before the spring. 25. How can I be kind to myself? Treat myself every once in a while. Hire babysitters. I have quite a bit of things to accomplish in 2014. This year has been primarily about preparation. 2014 will be, but differently. I will be in a different place next December. And break. My original plan after reading this or coming across this that I forgot was seven years later, I should answer these questions today on December 31st, 2020. But right now, I don't have time. As I said last week, it's difficult to read these and it's the most difficult to read this older work simply because my grammar 
is shit. But I was just learning how to write and figuring it out. And when I wrote this, which is December 2013, I think at the time I'd been a professional writer for all of three weeks and had like three or four articles out that I got paid for. So it's funny seeing questions about where do you think your career is going and all of this other stuff. And honestly, this was the beginning and I just saw something with this writing thing and then just continue to run with it ever since things are really kind of on up and up. I think I just as I was telling my man, Scott, the day before, um, well, a few hours ago, cause I left him at three o'clock in the morning. Um, it seems like, it seems as if the last person to believe in me and what I'm doing is me as hard as 2020 has been. If there's one message that has just been constantly coming to me from my friends, family, fans, followers is Chad, you are onto something, whatever it is that you're doing right now in this bag you're in, keep going. Cause your shit's going to blow in a second. So just keep at it. I look back at things like when it talks about taking care of my body, mind and soul and being proud of losing two, 25 pounds in 2013 and talking about, hey, I wanted to work out more. Shortly after that, I became a gym head. I'd lost a lot of weight in 2011 or the beginning of 2012. I was 255 pounds. By 2014, I was down to like 180 something, which is nuts. And 50 of that I might have lost in 2014. And then I became a gym nut. And by 2015, I was up to about 235 muscle. And now... I tend to fluctuate between 235 and 210, depending on the time of the year. But even right now, like I've been back in the gym and I'm not where I was, but it's a goal to get back to as brolic as I was in 2016, 18 and better. You know, a goal's a goal. I still procrastinate, but I've learned to make it work for me. I've become a lot better with time management even though I'll still do things at the last minute, like this, right before I need to post it, I've learned to make it work. I laugh about some things that I said, <laughs> where I'm talking about a certain young lady, and I know that ended, and it ended terribly. But I find the whole experience hilarious. And one day I will tell that story in a way where all of the people we mutually have in common won't know I'm talking about her. So that word doesn't get back to her. 
Or if she does, I don't give a fuck. And what? What you gonna do? But either way, I find it hilarious. Um, I found it weird. Not weird. I find it interesting to say that around question 19, that communication is not my strong point. I'm quite a good communicator now. Do people like what I have to say or how I say it? No. However, people have learned to respect what I have to say and how I say things because of how honest I am. Am I still unfair to people? Yup. But that's life. Um, I kind of like how I said, have, have I taught others to respect me and that I'm not in the business of teaching people to respect me because I carry myself in a manner that deserves respect. That's kind of dope. However, I do think not necessarily to respect me. But it's kind of like my boxing trainer, Joey. We were just talking about this yesterday. And one thing I got to do a lot better of a job is, is letting people respect my jab. Because I often throw a jab like a decoy jab. So you don't know the jab hurts because I'm setting it up. But you know that right hook or that right straight is a motherfucker. But if you know it and you don't respect the jab, you know the punch is coming. So that's something to work on. Um, it's funny to be sitting here talking about, oh, you know, my goals with my daughter who's two is potty training and teaching her how to read. Um, my daughter loves to read. And well, almost 10 years old, she can use the bathroom on her own now. But like, I want to say last year, my daughter read over a hundred books. Like, it's a thing for her. Um... The old habit that I wanted to release wanted to release was smoking and I quit in 2015. So that's awesome. Um, new habits I would like to cultivate. Well, working out and Sydney potty training and reading. Oh, we, 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 we hit most of those out the park being, being, being proficient in Spanish. I could work on that one day. I'll get there. Um, how can I be more kind to myself now? I think I've been a lot kinder to myself in 2020 than I have been probably ever. And I know there are ways to be better at it, be more patient, um, taking more time for myself. And sometimes just saying fuck it to some things. You know, a lot of people be like, yo, you know what? Freedom is not giving a fuck. No, give the fucks. Just be selective about which ones you give. Um, Maybe what I will do is sometime this week, I'll go back over this list. Or maybe I'll do it tomorrow and then post it like over the weekend and give y'all a special third one or some shit. Um, if I don't, it was cool reading this and just seeing who I was at 28 and now in my mid thirties. But then again, that's the whole point of this whole podcast.
just take a look at who I was, where I'm at now. Existential ending. And until next time. As scary as it may feel, often the start to answering life's questions requires a look in the mirror. Until next time, be blessed. Read it because I wrote it. It's written, directed, produced, edited by me. The music, that's by me too. <laughs>